0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Guys on Gaffer. My name is Joel and as always Abhishek and David are joining me. How are we doing?
1: Doing all right. Feeling a bit chilly now because cold weather is becoming slowly, slowly colder here.
2: What what is cold weather to you? (laughs) It's probably
0: still above 20 degrees now. (laughs)
1: No, it's about fifteen to seventeen degrees. That's cold to us.
0: (laughs) That's average. (laughs) average that is. (laughs) We don't get we don't get
1: cold like you guys. So let me enjoy the
2: cold. (laughs) Where is minus (laughs) one?
0: Have you ever experienced like freezing cold, like zero degrees C before, uh Yeah,
1: once I went to our northeastern areas uh, in the winter uh, when I was tripping on a trip. That's how you enjoy to get some ice cold and snow i get to see first time snow when i went to a trip when i was in school i think i went to a hilly region and i first time I went snow but i live in plain land region uh, near to the seas so i could i cannot get more mm-hmm. than temperatures uh, dropped up 10 degrees max that's I get. Oh, yeah. Spinosaurus. <laughs> <Well>, <laughs> part of the world. And then David's is like the in chilly land <laughs> this time. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to visit some place where there is cold because. All my winter yeah, come, clothes. Come I here. I can't get to wear. I can't everywhere. get to. Yeah, I can't get to wear my winter clothes. Hell, I can't even get to buy winter clothes. I'm surprised <laughs> you
2: even have winter clothes. Like, <laughs> why would you? Yeah, just
1: have light sweatshirts. That's enough for us in winters. So, yeah. Uh, apart from that, uh, it's nice that I'm having uh, getting to uh, to watch good World Cup matches, tight World Cup matches. No, not one-sided matches which we love to see and oh mm. really ha- uh, happy with the moroccan team's performance really happy for them
2: mm. yeah first impressive. african team to ever get to a se- semi-final
1: yeah yeah Incredible.
0: huge we will talk about all four games um shortly and break down what what we thought about them um let's have a look at gaffer though so oh and just for um just to mention um uh, no championship content yet until after the world cup even though the championship has started back up again um we will, we will focus on the world cup um for this episode um and then see where we're at next episode we mu- i think the, the world cup will have finished next time we record so we'll probably do some championship mm-hmm. stuff then let's have a look at how we did in the round of 16 and the quarterfinals um from a gaffer point of view this time david your team is up first switched up the order
2: what? That's unusual. <laughs> that's that's game week four, right? So that's round of sixteen. Yeah. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. It. I thought it went well, but apparently not. <laughs> I think it was because uh, I got 140 points, which is like in normal another uh, week. It's a good week, but like with the, the game is like 800 players, I think. So a game with rank of 222 is not not that great. So. Yeah, it was because I, like, didn't go for Brazil, basically. I wasn't trusting them enough, and, like, uh, I went for uh, the triple uh, Argentina and uh, France, but I I went for the wrong triple France. I went for (laughs) Mbappe, Griezmann, and uh, Tio Hernandez. So if I had gone uh, Giroud, then it would have been uh, probably a bit better. And if I didn't go, to be fair, not the worst, but, like, uh, Japan didn't uh, go through and didn't do much, so... Yeah, and Tanaka didn't even start. Like, what's the deal with that? <laughs> He's like failed everything. That's super irritating. And like the guy with the hook was like five million scored, I think. I can't remember yeah, his was... name. Mm. No, no, the the Japanese midfielder. Uh,
1: uh yeah.
2: I don't
0: know who he is. Um, Not
2: gonna lie. Nah, I, I don't remember. But yeah. So and Alvarez and Messi got some points, but yeah. And uh, I'm happy I got Takimi because he has gone way far than I thought he would. Mm, good. <laughs> so, uh, which means I still have five players with five transfers. So it's, uh, it's going to be good. But yeah, that was the round of 16, and uh, the next round I got. Uh, it, it's a bit uh, like fake now because it, I have a higher score than I'm supposed to have because I have Neymar captain. And he shouldn't have this goal, and uh, Ljubakovic probably has too many saves to his name. Yeah, <laughs> because I think Levakovich should be on 42. It was that's still insane though, so I'll, I'll I'll take it. <laughs> that's like the best week I've had this game, and probably like in a long time, like fantasy-wise. Forty-two points for like one player, and then an upper custom saves as well. So nine saves that was.
0: Yeah, and then obviously full clean sheet. I think he got <laughs> more yeah, next yeah.
2: time as well. Listen, it was like the most, most. Uh, I think <laughs> speaking of it, like I think uh, Christopher Heat like sent. Uh, uh, statistic that was like the most saves for any Croatian player in the group uh, in like in the World Cup and like the most in any game and, uh yeah it was just like a lot and uh, I watched that game and he was like he was su- Superman basically <laughs> so yeah what a guy yeah well so it's uh, it's at like 121 minus 4 now but probably drop a bit but yeah it's been a good week
0: nice nice so um uh, mine mine's next so I went the opposite strategy so you may remember in the last episode I said I was gonna go away and con- really consider which order to play Jeepers keepers and <laughs> um follow the leader and I have to say after the round of 16 I was fairly content with what had happened got 157 points Chesney, 17, Gonda, 16, and I thought that was a decent enough return at the time. I'd covered off Messi by captaining him, so I didn't really lose out of there. Um, and I'd covered off Vinicius by vice-captaining him to an extent. The only one I hadn't really covered off versus follow the leaders was Mbappe, so that hurt a little bit in that I didn't have any extra multiplier on him. Um, playing Jeepers keepers and not follow the leader did mean I had Dumfries and his 19 points as well, So I don't, and I don't think I would have done otherwise, so that um yeah things were looking good and i I got a green arrow of about 30 places up to 163rd and all i needed was this follow the leaders to work out well because obviously it had worked out well for those who played it because of argentina brazil and france all smashing it um and that was obviously going to be the downside to my strategy those easier fixtures in the round of 16 for those teams that i was hoping Teams like Brazil would were, were good enough to put two or three past Croatia, but not so as we move on to the quarterfinals. Five, Brazil, including Neymar, whose goal points are going to get chalked off. Um, so I got I at least got clean sheet points, but Vinicius did nothing. Richarlison got five points, which is all right. Um, and then I also ended on four, Portugal. Took a minus eight to get to that thinking they would maybe do all right against Morocco, but they did not do all right against Morocco. They lost and my four Portuguese players went out. And so the only real success in my team was Giroud Um, and now I'm screwed. I have three players playing in the semi-finals. (laughs) Sure. I went up another 30 places to 134th, but um, like doing a madness people didn't help um and my rank is going to drop because of neymar and yeah it's not worked out and i mean i could have no complaints really because the reason that i the reason it would go wrong is exactly what happened and i knew going into it that the, if it goes wrong it's probably because they smash it in the easier fixtures and then the they tighter games in the quarterfinals i just had so much faith in brazil i thought they'd get a couple of goals um, in in normal time and and they were pretty poor. I was not impressed with how they played at all. And then the manager Tita, I'll, I'll leave. Let's we'll leave that till we talk about the games. Um, <laughs> so that's me. Hundred thirty fourth. I'm gonna I'm gonna struggle the rest of the game and not end rank at the end of it because I need to take a minus twelve just to get to eleven. So uh, yeah. Abhishek, um, by the way, this does say David on the bottom of this one. The next screenshots do have Abhishek. I think I just made a mistake here, but it is Abhishek's team now.
1: Yeah, so my <laughs> boost strategy went pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I, the punt on Moroccan defense worked wonders for follow the leader because I got 20 points out of them. uh, uh, 22 points out of them. Uh, Was only hoping that Ziyech would get some performance bonus, but not to be. Uh, But I'm happy with four points um, that he got. Uh, Apart from the usual, Brazil, all the three players performed. Thiago Silva did not expect Thiago Silva to get an assist, but he got an assist. So that worked wonders. The trio of Argentina, Messi, Alvarez, is the usual suspects. Automatically got an assist.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: so good. Even
2: defender points is like a match made.
1: Yeah, all the de- all the defenders, all the third players that I had on my follow the leaders from Brazil and Argentina get an assist, which were, which was perfect because I was hoping that they would get some sort of assist returns because I was not confident on defensive on the defense of any of the teams because they did not look like the old brazil or argentina defense that they're gonna dug out and keep clean sheets they're gonna concede so i was hoping to get some assists for attacking returns from them apart from half clean sheets so that was fulfilled and mbappe was mbappe uh, so got 171 points in the end A gap was a no show so that hurt a bit because I... So I got Weghorst. No, Weghorst did not the score on that week. all along, Weghorst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would have loved to get Dibay on that you week, know, follow the lead a week, but did not win for him. So that cost me a bit but i'm happy satisfied with what uh, how the follow the leader went 171 points is not a mat not a bad score at all so that Spend gave it. me a yeah game week rank of 62 so after the red arrow of the core of, of uh, from the group stages uh, i got a nice green arrow and that shot me up to uh, 18th overall so that was wow. round of 16 yeah that was round of 16 now moving on to quarterfinals It was a show, because out of that 100 points, he basically scored half of the points. Apart from that, nothing. (laughs) Apart from that, only Messi is the next top scorer and no part with 11. Apart from that, nothing from my team, all those twos and fours and fives. uh, Dumfries, I mean, it's ridiculous. When I sell him, he scores. And I get him, he's gave me one point. (laughs) I mean, four games, I have owned him a net point of 19 points I have return, I have got in return for him. <laughs> that 19 point, he scored on the previous week. Come on, man. Uh, Show <laughs> some mercy on me. <laughs> not, not to be. Silva got me 8 points, so that uh, scored me 100 points. It, sh- it, sh- it is showing me a red arrow of 6 places, but that Neymar gold points will get chopped off, so I might end up with a grey arrow, if not green, because yeah. uh, Leverko- Leverkovic will get uh, minus six as well because 42 I think he will get so, instead of 48. So I might get a grey arrow, uh, so might um, hold on to my 18th position and now with two game weeks to go. Target is to finish in- inside top five because we do have one boost left for the final but all depends on how the semi-final week goes that way I, whether I finish in the top five or I finish in the top ten that's the target so yeah pretty happy with it
0: very solid very very good rank indeed that something yeah. about these other gaff, non-championship
1: gaffer games that you have a knack for mate really... <laughs> yeah that's why I'm asking the gaffer guys every week please bring back the super league <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> yes please nice right let's
0: let's have a chat let's just chat about the games then the, the four quarterfinal final games let's go in chronological order of how they happened i guess so croatia brazil um i don't know if you guys were able to watch this game um I watch,
2: yeah i watched all the games in the, nice. the I
1: all the games so was
2: the best day of the world cup i think like there was so much excitement
0: <laughs> yeah i was half watching it the first half and i was what fully watched the second half what did you guys think of that of that game
1: david
2: I, uh yeah it's it's uh there's so much to like you go through but yeah <laughs> it's uh it was like so surprising that the teams that we thought was going to perform didn't and like croatia was like was playing amazing basically and they have uh, very solid players, like the defense especially and the midfielders are like super solid. They're not like the most creative maybe, but they are like so solid. So even though uh, when like Brazil counter them, they can just like stop them and counter them back. <laughs> so it's just like they had so much control and Modric is awesome. So yeah, mm. what's going to do?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was very unimpressed with Brazil. I thought they were really, really poor. Didn't create much at all. and. Um... Even though Croatia should get a lot of credit for how well they defended, as they always do in these in these situations. I think the thing that's, that really surprised me and I thought was a big mistake was just Tite just gradually bringing off his best attackers oh. one by one at nil-nil. So with with half an hour to go, he brings off Vinicius Junior. And then about 10 minutes, five, 10 minutes later, he brings off, was it... Charlison or something and then he also brings yeah. off rafinha and like suddenly they've got their worst attackers on the pitch and they, they still need a goal it's like why didn't you just keep them on the pitch the, 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 their best attackers um and then obviously eventually neymar did get the goal and i thought that would be it that's that's the game wrapped up and then to concede, And what a goal that was <laughs> yeah it was it was a brilliant goal and just to concede in the manner they did brazil with just a few minutes to go it's basically a counter attack wasn't it
2: yeah, and like the, it was the sub uh, Orsich that it was just subbed in like some minutes ago that got the, the run and assist. So uh, that's a, it. It was a magical performance as well, like it's yeah. super well tactically done and like basically cancelling out the whole Brazil attack. Like that, that's a big impre- impressive thing. Yeah,
0: massive like grab a, at the end. Of- yeah. Yeah, I think the main thing to say is
1: that. Yeah, he brought off. TJ brought off Rafinha. He brought he brought on. I think uh, Rodrigo or Anthony. Some uh I think it was Anthony one. first, Yeah, uh, and Absolutely. and Anthony. Okay, that it makes sense because Rafinha Anthony same kind of player, but it doesn't make sense to bring off Vinicius Junior and Richarlison when you need a goal. It did not And Rodrigo and whoever that he brought on for Richarlison. We haven't seen them play uh, to their potential in this World Cup, let alone at the World Cup.
2: took in Pedro, mean, for Charlie. Yeah, okay, yeah
1: I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen Pedro at all. So I have seen Richarlison score goals for fun. Why do you bring off such a, um, important players uh, with, uh, with half minute, half an hour to go? It's basically saying that we are going for penalties.
0: I think. I think. Clearly. I'm not sure that's what it was. I think it was more just like the kind of arrogance to believe that it doesn't matter who he brings on, they're still the best, the better team. Yeah, I, kinda I get. It.
2: I kind of get that yeah. because like their subs are so good, but like still the caliber yeah, that they took I mean, off was a bit better. Yeah, I mean, but it's a quarter.
1: It's a quarter. Uh, Quarterfinal game. You can't. <laughs> Yeah. You can't get your chips shown that much early that I'm playing for penalties. That's a ridiculous. De- because Croatia, what they did, they just did those tactical subs. They brought off those old midfield players that been, uh, that are played for 75-80 minutes and brought in with fresh players. And yeah, and
2: the one they one took in for Kramovic, Petkovic, was the one that scored. And uh, the one they took in for... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Brozovic was the assist,
1: <laughs> and when he, Croatia knew that the kind of form Livakovic was in because he was saving all those shots from Vinicius Junior, Richarlison, and Neymar, so he was on form, even if at plus he was on form because he had a penalty shootout experience in the round of 16, which Brazil didn't have. So, <laughs> add yeah. to that, you hold on to Neymar. Not you don't send Neymar on the first four penalties. No,
2: like, why why? <laughs>
1: That's the most ridiculous decision I had seen. You hold out your best player <laughs> penalty shootout. you send him early, show throw down the gauntlet earlier, that you well, mean business on the penalty shootout.
0: Who did Argentina um send to take their first penalty? Lionel Messi. Yeah.
1: yeah. He scored. I-
2: Starts but again. it is uh-huh. a thing, though. It's a thing, though, that like statistically, the the big stars are, are often missing because there's so much pressure. But at the same time, they are they should be better at penalties. But Messi isn't like known for his penalty prowess, but like Neymar is. So yeah,
1: mm. yeah. plus Super good. whenever you you surround a team with a talisman, right? Neymar is a talisman of Brazilian team. When he scores that first penalty, automatically everyone's spirits get lifted, and Brazil. T- Got the first penalty, so you had the advantage that even if Livakovic saves that, saves the next one, you if Alisson saves the first one, then that it's moral boosting because they don't have Modric in the penalty shootout, they don't have Brozovic in the penalty shootout, so all the experienced players are set on the bench. So Croatia, all is, these are young players, so you get to put them pressure on them, but mm-hmm. no. I think challenge. I think
2: I heard commentators say like that Croatia have basically been practicing penalties like super much, uh, yeah. so that's the thing as and, well.
1: And Livakovic has been awesome in the penalty shootouts.
0: Admittedly, in mean, the Japan game, there were some pretty poor penalties, but yes, he did save a yeah. couple, and he should deserve. He does yeah. deserve a lot of credit. You're right.
1: Also, yeah, and I don't know what happens to Croatia when it goes to penalties. I have seen on the 20, 2018 World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that was, uh, I think Daniel Subasic. Now it's Livakovic I mean, really, they have they produce some nice and decent goalkeepers mm. to yeah. save I'm penalty like, shoot penalties.
2: It's like so weird because if it, if if it was France, if if uh, Kane did score that uh, that uh, penalty yesterday and we went to penalties, they wouldn't like put uh, I don't know Upamecano before Mbappe or Griezmann like. Who nah. does that? Like you, they put Machinhas on the fourth penalty. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. So these things happen. I mean it's a shock. It's really a shock because nobody expected, uh, first of all, Brazil to not score a goal till the till hundred and ten minutes of the clock with the attacking talent they have. Second of all, nobody expected the likes of Vinicius Junior, Richalis had to come off after sixty minutes. I mean, come on. What are you trying to tell us?
0: (laughs) It's a bit disappointing that we've been deprived of a Brazil against Argentina semi-final, I'm not going to lie, that
2: would be pretty cool. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, and Um, also, uh, it's a really interesting thing that we are seeing this World Cup. The defence of these high-profile teams, when you go at them, they tend to crumble.
2: Yeah, they're not used to that. They're they're, like used to controlling the matches and when they don't, they like don't know what to do.
1: Croatia, I mean, after half fast, half extra time over gets over, I mean, they just have to sit back and enjoy their football like they have been for 15 minutes. But what they do, they panic. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> deflection and Croatia. Uh, Croatia and Croatia deservedly really yeah. go into the semi final. Yeah, yeah, this is really deserved because tactically they were good, they did, they kept Brazil at bay, and they deserve the full credit for yeah. them.
2: I think i think they deserve more to go to the same than for example france did deserve to go into the semifinals against england because they didn't play well
0: <laughs> yeah i'm mean, sure we'll did we'll come on to that but yeah i think that's you're right about yeah. that yeah yeah cool should we move on to argentina netherlands then as the next game this is obviously a very <laughs> oh, eventful and entertaining game <laughs> Yeah, I mean, first thing, I just let's just have a moment of appreciation for Lionel Messi and his assist for that first goal because how he even saw that pass yeah. was on and then executed it so well. I was like, wow, I was in awe of that, and it, it is still a, it is a joy to see Messi. Um, you know, he's he's clearly not what he was, but he is still um, able to produce moments like that in on the, in the biggest on the biggest stage. Um, so it was, it was yeah. a joy to to, to watch that. And then at 2 0, I mean, at 2 0, I have to say, I wasn't watching that carefully for the rest of the second half because, like, oh, this game's basically done. And then suddenly, the Vout (laughs) horse to the (laughs) rescue. I mean, I love that, that free kick, that free kick at the end of normal yeah, time. Was I, was awesome. like, I was like, oh, I, I was just went a bit mental. <laughs> <Despised>. <laughs> was like, what? <laughs> it was so good. It was the last
2: kick of the game as well, wasn't it? It's,
0: like, it's so bold to try and attempt something like that in a position where you'd normally shoot a goal. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah.
2: And, and if, it, if it doesn't work out, it looks so stupid as well. Like, why wouldn't you shoot?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's... It's trend uh, on the against the Barcelona assist, it's it, it ranks on that. I think Trent's one um, goes to second place. With, uh, but uh, this <laughs> Cooper, minus, Cooper minus one uh, goes to the first place of having absolutely brilliant presence of mind. I mean, mm. it takes it takes really courage in the last kick of the it's, it, it is last kick of the game. You're doing a, a risky move. And th- th- what a combination, what a connection mm. Weghorst had with Coop Minor that, yeah, do it like that. I'm going to score a goal. I mean, yeah. most have prices,
2: though, like how does the like yeah. come up with that?
1: Also, I think Argentina, full Argentina team got, I mean, was sleeping after the se- second goal went in. Basically, they were not playing after the se- second goal. I mean, they could have been much more assured. Yeah, uh, two, on 2 1 just defense calm it down you're gonna win it in seven minutes to go and whatever stoppage time but no it's it's bad enough that you get 11 minutes of stoppage time <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it's awesome but, this is the way it should be I agree <laughs> but, actually, yeah
1: but there's so much saying, time like
2: wasted and then they get yeah,
1: it yeah I mean Fun. I mean it's rich, if if you uh, as Joe said if you don't didn't watch after that second goal, you have missed some of the classic goals. <laughs> because both the Netherlands goal is um, really good goals, good taken goals, Weghorst. And well, <laughs> that's the only issue I have with Argentina. And they, they tend to sleep off when they have a good, comfortable lead. And that yeah. might uh, haunt them in the semifinals and finals. Yeah, and
2: Netherlands before those two goals hadn't had like, any chances.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Argentina controlled the game really
1: well. After
0: like the first 15-20 because... minutes when Netherlands were all right and had quite a bit of possession, it was all Argentina from, from
1: that point. Yeah. I mean, it's still that second goal went in. It was all Argentina. After the second goal went in, Argentina stopped playing. Just, yeah. Netherlands Scored tactic
0: was clear. Chuck on a load of big guys and, and put in a load yeah. of crosses. <laughs> and the yeah. first goal came from that, you know.
2: And they basically <laughs> <Yeah>. stopped tactics. <laughs> <laughs> About Jamie lost <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, Argentina just said to the owners, yeah, score some goals, we're going to meet in the penalties. Yeah, we <laughs> just don't want to play anymore. I Everything mean, when, when
2: you have a, you have a, like, a weapon like um, Emiliano Martinez, you, <laughs> you probably can afford that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I think that I think Dutch I mean, fans will be a little bit disappointed that then in extra time they didn't carry that momentum on and push on, um, but yeah. I guess it's just suddenly a very different game, isn't it? Suddenly Argentina have a reason to come out and try and attack and play, and that that is what they did. Um, and obviously Argentina were looking a lot more likely to go in and win the game, or if if anyone was going to score at least. Um, but yeah, penalties. Yeah, I think it. Uh,
1: what wor- if? The Netherlands had won that game, it didn't deserve justice uh, because Argentina totally controlled the game, totally did the thing. But yeah, in big moments, you have to take those big moments, big big occasions, you have to take those big moments, which Netherlands did and punish uh, Argentina, rightly so. But yeah, in, in the end, justice prevailed and Argentina won thanks to emiliano martinez penalty
0: saves Yeah, those two the two saves were brilliant particularly the second one i think it was that was there's a lot of power behind it um, mm-hmm. and yeah he's won them won them the game obviously there was some quite un, unsavory scenes as well i <laughs> those teams do not like they do not like each other do they <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> particularly after yeah, that they, uh... yeah
1: plus i think van riled them up riled them up more so during the press conference ahead of the game so yeah, what did this? What
2: did this like say before and after? Like because uh, Messi was like discussing with them and like he said he said afterward yeah. like they didn't respect him and something. Yeah, I was like, what did they talk about? Yeah, I, was,
1: yeah, I don't know about that, but um, I just read that Messi said that he was not he was disrespectful to me. He didn't respect me. I think something something they had. I think Weghorst when he wanted to uh, go and ask for Messi's shirt, Messi just hold in on. Her? No, no. I'm not giving you my shirt. That wasn't <laughs> great. To
0: be me. fair, it sounded like it wasn't very nice. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. He was I, great. The, I mean, the best the moment was like after, after the, the celebration after the yeah. penalty shootout end. Everyone was doing the host celebration. I mean, that's that's a bit too much. Yeah, but, but
2: like the the thing like when they punt, basically punted the ball at the bench of the Netherlands was like. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. I mean, uh, it should have been handled properly, but you can't blame the Argentina players to do that because after all the Netherlands, did shot one first. <laughs> so, but you can't
0: really excuse them booting a b- regardless yeah, of the provocation yeah. them booting the ball into yeah, the suspect yeah, I mean, yeah, that is pretty yeah. inexcusable, but some of the yeah, other stuff is understandable. Yeah, yeah. The referee lost control of that game, let's be honest. He became really card-happy. It
2: wasn't like 15 like yellow cars or something? <laughs> something ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. I mean,
1: yeah, he, you have to get hold of that game somehow, and referee tried to do that by showing a bunch of yellow cars, okay. but <laughs> it was gone. It was gone long way. Before even the start of the game, it was long gone. Just randomly booking was, people
0: on the bench as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was expecting this reaction from Argentina because after the press conference that Van Gogh gave, it, it was, I was expecting, I was expecting a lot of fiery contest in the field. I mean, tackles flying on, but the game was nice. It was only after the end of the game that these antics come to light, which was not good for the for football in
2: general what yeah let's move all right <laughs> there, were, there were 17 yellow cards <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow and that probably did like three on the bench as well
2: yeah and then this is a red card
0: <laughs> wow that is that is a lot that that's got to be close to a record surely yeah oh, well. and like the part fi-
2: the final nail of the coffin was like the interview with uh and <laughs> the martins afterwards like he, he basically said like Fangal said they would win the penalty shootout. I think you should shut up. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: that that, yeah. That was amazing.
1: Yeah. that Doesn't really get more clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's irrespective of, uh, that doesn't have to, that's a polite way to say just go away. You have lost. That's a really polite way in terms of the circumstances. Yeah, I guess. That's a really polite way. <laughs> so, yeah. Kudos yeah. to Martinez.
2: Yeah, what
0: well i think that covers argentina netherlands so at this point as we've just discussed these two games argentina against croatia what are our predictions well two questions who do you want to win and who do you think will win
2: i would argentina to win because of messi but like <laughs> i can like see it being a tight game and then going to penalties and just like 50 50 again
0: I can see why Croatia are likeable, but I'm not a big fan because they're not very exciting to watch and they put England out in the last World Cup in the semis. Um, So, and I I really like, obviously with England out, I want either Argentina or Morocco to win because of Messi. Put (laughs) put
1: your England bias. while predicting the
2: semi-final, please. It's a bit hard, like day so after I'm the mean, loss, though.
1: <laughs> but, uh, but I'm just
0: saying, obviously, England are my top choice to win the whole thing. But if they're out, I'm saying this is what I want. Now England are
2: out. Yeah, that's what that I, I Makes all sense. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, Messi winning. I wouldn't, I, Messi. I
2: wouldn't want like if if uh, if uh, Norio lost against Sweden, I wouldn't want that to win. Like, of course not.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think uh, it's if Croatia. I mean, we all know what tactics Croatia will bring so if Argentina Argentina have to be aware of that because they have Croatia have played these type of games twice round of 16 mm-hmm. Japan were all over them but they mm, get away to go they, they get away to win Brazil were all over them they get away to win so Argentina has to score those goals it, Argentina cannot make it a Saudi Arabia game once again because if they try to relax Croatia will win it and then Croatia will take it to the penalties and they will win it. So Argentina have to be aware of that and properly play their natural game. If they play, then Argentina, absolutely win. And what's your prediction? Yeah, all, then? yeah but good. it's good. A little tricky. I'm going, tricky. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going Argentina two one because I have a feeling that Croatia will score this game. So argentina to one i'm gonna say argentina
0: yeah. as well but i think it will be tight i think it it will not be uh, a walk in the park at all
2: yeah i'll say i think it will be 1-1 and 3-1 on penalties to croatia because like if if argentina, argentina don't win it in like uh, 90 minutes i think croatia will win because they are so confident on penalties
0: the yeah. only the but- only thing is Croatia have, have had back to back extra times, so maybe tiredness yeah. will be a factor. That's the only thing I would say
2: to that. But like how tired do they get? Like, is it a big factor? Do you think? Because they've only already done it, and they didn't. They didn't look like they faced them the second time.
0: To be fair, the yeah. gap between the round of sixteen and quarterfinals was quite substantial, so maybe that has helped with recovery and stuff.
2: And the pro after all. Also,
1: so. also the tactics of bring of uh, Modric and Brozovic will certainly help them because they had a good amount of rest during the game plus all these rest days that they are having so in a way they do. They will not feel that much tired but even if Croatia and Argentina went to penalties both these goalkeepers are masters of mm-hmm. antics and saving penalties so it will be a tough one I'm, I will not be surprised if this game go to sudden death in penalties and then there is a uh, winner, whoever save. I mean, hope. hope uh, I mean, we get to see Livakovich taking a penalty, or and him, him penalty <laughs> <laughs> So it would be nice to see. But
2: would lo- love uh, to see like a Joe Hart penalty, like just punting it like it's going to the other side of the field and like going to top corner. <laughs> okay, we <laughs> oh,
1: have, so we have seen, we have seen Jordan Pickford taking penalty in the Nations League semi-final, third place playoff. Against okay, Switzerland, I guess. That rings a he, bell. He, yeah. Yeah, he, he in uh, Pickford takes penalties well, so that I can give you. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Let's move on to yesterday's games then. So, Morocco against Portugal. What a story that is um, with Morocco coming out with the 1 0 win. What do you guys make of that?
2: Yeah, I'm impressed. Morocco,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's one word.
2: We are really oh. impressed with Morocco. Mm. Yeah, they're they're like they have. It's a bit like Croatia, actually. Their defense is so solid; <laughs> they just take the chances. Apart from the big clubs,
0: one goal conceded all tournament. Very yeah, impressive.
2: That's... And the, the only goal they conceded uh, was an on goal. So no one has scored against them yet.
0: Against <laughs> Canada, of all people. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they are like super okay. solid. And they yeah, didn't have the, also, They didn't even have their two best starting uh, central okay, offs. I was
1: going to say yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think West Ham defender Aggerd and Bayern right back Masravi. sorry,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, they didn't play those two starting players. Still, they were solid defensively. So kudos to the Moroccan coach because they have. I mean, he was not, he was appointed, I think, in August Mm -hmm. of this year. So he, I mean, kudos to him that how he has galvanized that Moroccan side and they haven't lost a game since his appointment in August. So really nice way to to see that they are playing really well. And they have those key, they have these interesting players that can score you anytime like so Ziek, and Naziri, Ofal and um, also certain other players so really Sofian Amrabat has been an inch machine of a player I mean <laughs> I, I mean the yesterday I think he tackled a ball in uh, Port- uh, in his own defense <laughs> with f- three Portugal players still he managed to bring that ball out of danger and come on, really, that guy is doing wonders for Morocco, especially at the center of defense, just ahead of the defensive pairing. So really happy to see Morocco
2: I have, like, a theory about this, because uh, Croatia and uh, Morocco, they ha- don't have, like, they have some, like, in their country, they would name them stars because they're the best players in the country. But, like, they don't have, like, super big international stars that, like, demand mm-hmm. the play to go through them. They basically are... A, T- they have a team play all the way, and like they don't like have to get it to Ronaldo or Messi to just either for Messi to just like create something and Ronaldo to just score because he wants to. They like it's, it's not it's no matter who scores as long as they do like so. They they don't uh, have to adjust their play to certain players to so just like have a big like machinery and mm-hmm. it works so well for them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's something as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, they completely uh, put forward the definition of football that we know, that it's a team game. Mm. And they play a team game to win a football match, not relying heavily on one person or two persons. So that's nice. Yeah,
0: there are a couple of close moments that Portugal had, but let's be honest, they didn't create a whole lot, did they, In, in the course of the 90 minutes? And you would expect them to have at least a couple of moments where...
2: They had some yeah. moments like how Joe Felix and like the yeah the one and that went to the so there were some big chances, but like
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean they did concede the goal due to their defensive fault because I mean Costa at Porto,
2: yeah that was jersey. a howler.
1: Yeah. <laughs> at Porto Jersey and don't Costa do that Porto, <laughs> jersey. I mean they had completely two different players. Like, and why did he go how, for that?
2: Like he had no chance.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean he just ridiculed himself with that. I mean whether he's catching that ball or whether he's punching that ball, he didn't do anything and just necessarily just waiting for it and just head it. And Sevilla players, they yeah, and you don't go goals.
2: ever go behind the guy that's going to head the ball.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> it's really, really bad. I mean, goalkeeper comes ahead and, and he concedes the goal when a player is behind you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most and, like, yeah goal did concede.
2: you like see how long he was in the air? Like It was just like kind of Ronaldo-esque actually, like wow. how long he was like flying up there. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was an awesome goal. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> I mean, who who would have thought that this guy have saved back-to-back penalties in a Champions League game? Who would have...
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's a yeah, as a keeper, I know you can have off days, but like that's the worst time to have an off day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he um Costa had an off tournament, really. I mean, yeah. none of the games mm-hmm. that he looked assured enough to keep a clean sheet, and he liked the way he plays for, for Porto. I mean, he is much relaxed at Porto than he is in a in Portugal color, so. That's one to watch.
2: Maybe it's like less expectations for Porto to do well uh, compared to Portugal. Maybe I can be a thing. Mm. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but you are playing at the highest level of football with Porto. Con- consistently, you are playing in Champions League, Champions League quarterfinal, League, quarterfinals, So that's big games. Yeah. Considering in the World Cup, that stature, the club football, that's the pinnacle in Champions League. Playing in Champions League, quarterfinals, semifinal Consistently. So that's... Mm. Yeah, I think something and needs to be a rundown. Something needs Fernando Santos team needs to do something about this team because there's talented players in there, but they seem to choke when the big moments come.
2: Do you think he keeps his job? Because Tite got sacked like at the moment, the match ended basically. He
1: (laughs) is the only coach. Him and Gareth Southgate is the only coach that I feel will not get sacked apart from Hansi Flick because Germany is a re- rebuilding team. England has been performing well, and that's one bad way to get out. But that's not all on it Saudet. out Saudet did do well. Uh, maybe you can say Fernando Sanders did not do well, but he did win them the Euros last time, and he consistently Portugal has been performing well in international tournaments. So, I don't know about that but I am hoping Fernando Santos and Gary Selvic to both stay on the jobs but mm.
0: let's
1: see what happens.
0: Well, it's great to have a nation like Morocco make it to the semi-finals. I do not think anyone expected yeah. that. So I
2: would I would love a final with Morocco and Croatia.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> really mad oh. of all the teams <laughs> that have looked so strong. Oh well, let's go on to the fourth and final quarter final, and I think yeah. that should Joe, you
1: cover you cover this all. We are not going I to should start off. Else? You guys can <laughs> certainly offer
0: your thoughts, but I do have plenty to say. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, bit gutted with the with the outcome, with the result. Um, there's, you know, it was it was a good opportunity for for England. Um, particularly given the Morocco performance. I'm not saying that had we beaten France, we would have definitely gone on to beat Morocco. I mean, Morocco have beaten Spain and Portugal, haven't they? Um, so, you know, I'm not kind of saying that we would have definitely gone on to win the World Cup or anything had we beaten France. But certainly, the chances would have gone up by quite a considerable amount. And actually, um, you're starting to think about a World Cup final then, um, if after beating France, potentially. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's very disappointing then to, to lose that game and go out. But um, I'm absolutely not at all disappointed in the performance. I thought we were very, very good. Um, even game for the first kind of portion up until the France goal, which was, um, of course, unfortunate with, with the referee not giving the foul on Saka. He let a lot of things go that he shouldn't have done, I thought. Um, and then, but yeah, that that was just a strike out of nothing, really. I mean, um there's, there's not a lot you can do about it, um, and I don't think anyone was particularly downbeat when that goal went in. It's just one of those things. Um, and then after that, we controlled the game. We, we were really, really good. Um, could have had another penalty. I wasn't really sure whether it was on the edge of the box or not, that one on Kane. Um, and yeah I, th- yeah, I just thought we were really, really good. It's just a couple of lapses after after being at one-all, after, after equalising, where... We kind of allowed France to create a few decent chances and there were a couple of warning signs before the goal. Um, and then Kane missing the penalty. Like, you know, what can you say about that? It's it's such a good opportunity. Um, one thing I will say on Southgate is obviously there's always going to be people who just hate Southgate and are voicing opinions on Twitter and like Southgate made, should go. I don't think he's done anything wrong this tournament any criticism that you could legitimately make potentially about the subs that he made yesterday. It's nitpicky for me. I don't really think he's done anything wrong this tournament and, and he's not to blame for yesterday's result. And I don't really think anyone's to blame for yesterday's result. Um, mm. So, I mean, I, I'm all right with Southgate staying on. I'm also not too bothered if he does end up going because, um, you know, I'm sure there'll be other decent managers out there that we could get, but I, I think it would be harsh on him um, after this tournament where, I don't think he's really put a foot wrong. He he went with the back the back four rather than the back five. Yeah. Uh, took a really positive approach. Which yeah, just
1: to cut you, just to cut you. That's the most impressive thing that he has done mm. this World Cup. That he didn't revert to his original tactics when his team is down. He just egged them. Yeah, go on, play your natural game. And you have some proper players there. And look how you play against. France, the defending champions. Mm. So that gives you confidence as a team, as a nation, to do well in these sort of tournaments. So, yeah, that's uh, one kick on getting mm. out there.
0: For me, that midfield three of Rice, Bellingham, and Henderson, they're all such different players and they all bring something different to the table. And I love the balance there. You've got Rice as the sitter the combative player who who makes a lot of challenges and wins the ball back. You've got Henderson, who has got great distribution and passing, looks after the ball really well and then Bellingham, I just love Jude Bellingham and I don't want him to go to Liverpool because I can't love him quite so much then. (laughs) Uh, But he's he's just, yeah, his physicality, the way he drives forward with the ball um, against Senegal, he was outstanding, um, made a couple of the goals with his his strength on the counter-attack and I think just taking any one of those three out to play five at the back was... Was asking would have asked for trouble and we probably would have lost the midfield battle. So yeah, I was really pleased that he played that four three three and we were really positive for most of the game. So yeah, it's a shame, um, but yeah, there's a lot to be to be pleased about in terms of performance and we'll just hope that in in the future the because we've still got a lot of young talent in the squad. Saka and Foden are young. Rice is only twenty three. Bellingham's young. You know we've got a lot of great talent there, and uh, yeah, and Harry Kane. Should still hold his head head high um not to not to not to look at the ball that he skied over, the, over the bar. sorry someone made a joke in a whatsapp chat saying oh we can have our heads held high as we scan the skies for the wall which is quite witty
2: it, it was quite witty oh, did you um, see like the video clip like where uh, i didn't have the order but like he was having competition with like a guy to just boot it over the goal yeah.
1: um oh. I think that's the England rugby team captain <laughs> who the uh, World Cup by
2: that it's
1: makes like, sense. <laughs> like,
2: like that. So, uh, so, I mean,
0: I it hasn't mean, showed in terms of goals for so Kane. He's only scored the two, but I actually think he's played really well this tournament in terms of all the other things he offers. Um, so, I have no complaints over him at all.
2: Do you like think that if he was playing like in a false nine position and had a strike before him, would he play better, or like is it best to having at top on top?
0: it depends on the situation like it was really effective against Senegal um the way he dropped deep and then brought it like brought like Saka and Foden into play with the runs in behind so it worked really well in that game in this game there are a couple of moments where he he dropped deep but um France were already playing quite uh deep themselves and I was kind of wanting him to be in the box I think I think he he works best as that kind of false nine, or the, uh, kind of somebody drops deep, kind of when the defense is a little further up the pitch. But um, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think we have been we were having this conversation in our WhatsApp group chat, uh, uh, a little while earlier today that if uh, England had a striker like DCL, if he was fit and firing, and if DCL had played that France game yesterday with Kane as a number 10 with the same li- lineup that would have been much more he would have that would have been much more effective because he is inst- he w- he is a good player why when he links he becomes much more potent when he- his back is not against the defense if, he- if he's linking up with these critical passes with the likes of 400 like he did play against Senegal it Had he been that, uh, had he had another player like DCL against France, then that would uh, England would have won handsomely that game. It's just that
0: by that take, to be honest, mate. (laughs) I think
1: think he can he can play as a number ten because even if you are not, I mean, let's say you have to bring Henderson off instead of going a back five, you go in an ultra, ultra attacking mode.
0: Do you mean from the start? Or do you mean like when we're chasing the game?
1: Chasing the game, or okay. maybe from the start, instead of Henderson, oh. let's say Rice and Bellingham, your two midfielders, two ball carriers. Rice just sits, Bellingham just floats in. You have a attacking four of Kane, Foden, Saka, and DCL. When DCL is fit and firing, like he did in 2018. That sort of DCL, not this this DCL. <laughs> I'm not talking about this DCL. i'm talking about firing dcl uh, 17 goal dcl i don't Uh, think we'll ever
2: get that back
0: (laughs) yeah i don't know he can't stay injured for more than three uh, sorry can't stay fit for more than three games but even so i think i'm not i don't think i agree with that takes i think henderson was a he's a crucial part of that midfield three and again you're asking to be losing the midfield battle
1: um so i think i don't think i agree but i mean yeah i Whatever you're saying, that's a good point. But I do think Rice and Bellingham can form a decent midfield duo partnership because I quite quite like Rice's defensive capabilities and Bellingham's defensive capabilities.
0: The thing thing is, though, having the midfield three allows Bellingham that license to get forward a bit more, which I think is important. And it makes use of his best qualities. I think we wouldn't want him to be sitting too deep. Um,
1: Yeah, true.
2: like one of the defenders like went up into the like henderson role maybe it could work like but there would be a bit like
1: yeah you have have that assurance because if Trippier and shaw went up and uh, they didn't come back i mean the right back and left back went up Hmm. then you have the assurance of henderson and rice that they can do the job of defensive work you don't need so many players up forward so um, just like has so the Stones and Maguire doesn't feel uh, alienated when you have fast attacking players like Mbappe Dembele and uh, like some and who else he was. there do you do you I think mean, Ander,
2: do you think Henderson will be at the next World Cup? He's I sort of too so. in- mm,
1: Maybe not. Maybe on bench. I, I, yeah, on the bench, not starting, but he will certainly be on the bench. If he's injury free and playing football, proper football for Liverpool, I mm. don't think if Liverpool get central defensive midfielder, he will be playing that much. Mm.
0: Any, more, any final thoughts on this game? Anything on France? No.
1: Yeah, you
2: just covered it nicely. Should I put the rest, Rashford on earlier?
0: Maybe. Yeah. There's an argument to be made for that. They could have been brought on earlier instead of Sterling. And I can understand why some people might criticize, you know, bringing on Mount first and not Rashford. But I, I think it's nitpicky. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It is. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: so... France versus Morocco, yeah. France. It's gonna France,
0: right? <laughs> I want Morocco to win, obviously, but it's gonna be France, I think. In- yeah, France
1: has too much. A couple goals. Mean, talent in terms of attacking wise, and Morocco can't defend like that. They can't sit back and defend from minute one. You can't do that. You have to score some goals. You have to be attacking, and France has too many good players in that front, especially with the likes of Griezmann, Giroud, Dembele and Mbappe, I mean, they're going to make Morocco, Morocco going to play four five, one. I'm sure of it. They're going to pack that defence, mm. that back that midfield, they're going to yeah. sit back and defend France for their lives. Just Question here is. and there. Yeah. Can
0: Hakimi keep uh, keep tabs on his clubmate Mbappe in the way that Walker did? Because that would be an interesting battle. They were Played maybe. all together in training, Mbappe and Hakimi.
2: And they, they like look like they are good friends as well, so they'll know each other very well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, maybe. He's maybe not as quick as Walker, I don't know. Mm.
1: Yeah. Might give some insights to other defenders on his position yeah, that you have to defend him against him like that. I mean, In training, Hakimi will be Mbappe-like, to train his defensive colleagues. That this is how he attacks, this is how he wins. So it will be interesting to see how it In- works the
2: other way around, though. Like Mbappe <laughs> and Osama like, plays, so like, yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, it's a vice versa. So if yeah. you know, if we, you and I play for the same club every day, when our nations play, I'm going to know your weakness, you're going to know my weakness. So that's how they overcome those weaknesses to play. Well, that's going to be interesting to see.
0: Final question then. Who wins the World Cup?
1: It's France, isn't it? I don't <laughs> yeah. want that
0: to happen. No, we need that. I'm happy oh. if it's Argentina or Morocco. Yeah. But yeah, if
1: Argentina if Argentina or... goes to the final, I do not want to see the sorry face of Messi not having another World Cup and just yeah like it, just like it, having that smile. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that. I want Messi to win the World Cup if know wins uh, went to the final because it will be finally a fitting finale for his career. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Then we have uh Felix Global Memorial Cup. Um and uh yeah I don't know if how much has changed but like we can actually see some familiar names at least. Uh, Abhishek is in third with his Samurai Falcons, <laughs> which is nice. And uh, Glasto is there. Lewis, I don't th- have you seen him? Yeah, probably have. Dave Foster. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think this is the most like we have had with actual uh, Twitter uh, bio-, bio names in uh, And leave we made. It's
0: because the real gaffer hardcores play this game. <laughs> yeah.
2: Of them. yeah, and Jack Curran. I feel, I feel like I've seen him somewhere. I think only the one, in, only one I haven't seen is like Steve Dolman, who also doesn't have a at. But yeah,
0: Abashex, going to that top spot, I can see
1: it in your eyes.
2: <laughs> yeah, like eight points of up. up. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Well, did
2: we actually on. set a, set a price for this league? I hope not. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to give price no
1: Oh no. <laughs> no,
0: no, no I don't yeah. think we did say, but we could we could offer one, you know, yeah, if
2: it's not the damage <laughs> 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 I can make it in a twi- twitter header if you want to, but like your twitter headers no, yeah, I don't probably not yeah, but what would we even give like I don't know we have like already like exhausted the f- price we already have for the regular cup, so yeah, I don't know.
1: I think it's I think it's better to have a discussion about the uh, winner of our leagues in a much more broader sense. From this season, <laughs> this season is done and dusted. Next season, let's come okay, up with okay, a plan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm no. I'm more than happy to have the title of winning the Gaffer Memorial Cup. This. Yeah. If I win, <laughs> <it. laughs> oh,
2: goodness me! Yeah, yeah. Just, just uh, Cal, Cal Art, help you win. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. We also have one question, don't we?
2: Yeah, we do. We oh, yeah. have one question. I think that's a new low chord record. I don't know, but that's fine. We would have a question. Uh right. This one comes from Keir Valex1. Uh and he says best midfielder apart from Messi and and back Bay- Best midfielders. So I guess for the game sense, I think it means like the next three,
0: I guess. Hmm? We can throw out some suggestions, I guess, what yeah.
2: we got. I was actually thinking to... about this, like it's it's not like too much left. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is a bit a bit of shame.
0: Dembele maybe at eight millions, probably not yeah. a bad shout.
1: Zeke. Zeke.
0: maybe. I mean, you've got to fill the team, right? Like, you've not got that many options in terms of, in terms of who you're going to per- pick. Paris
2: I don't know. Maybe. Yeah,
0: I don't love it, but yeah. let's yeah, be honest, we're going to be. be picking a lot of questionable picks because because of the <laughs> limited player pool now. So. Yeah.
2: Like, you wouldn't go for Rabio like, <laughs> if, if it was, like, one of the most expensive fresh midfielders for some reason.
1: Yeah, the main thing is that everyone will play Mbappe and Messi as their two, because in gaffer, you can play two in the midfield. So mm. everyone will have three forwards and five defenders. Do you reckon? I'm sure of it. Could do, him, yeah. yeah. Although, although I am not having that, I'm having a midfielder in Ziyech, so we'll talk
2: Would about you say three votes. forwards and how many defenders?
1: Five two, three. Three, four, five, 5 2 three.
2: Three. really
1: mm.
2: I was thinking at three four three, yeah
1: yeah I'm sensing because Croatia's defense is uh, getting those points if they keep a clean sheet then mm. that's um, more nine times out of ten performance bonus will be divided among them so if you have two Croatian defenders the likes of Gavard- uh, Gavardio and Juranovic Mm-hmm. then and theo hernandez hakimi there's four of your backs and uh, four yeah. spots filled you i'm probably blinded
2: play. by the fact that i want to keep my four the in, in case i need the money but like
1: yeah yeah and also i think uh argentina defense the likes of molina otamendi can get you attacking returns so that's your five minute defense it's want. a
2: bit boring to like bet for boring finals but like historically this is probably gonna happen so
1: (laughs) yeah it's it's the thing not not like from
2: this world cup though it's been super exciting yeah
1: it's strategy you have to strategize now because it's the semi-final and the final and so the teams have come down so you have to bet your best you have to pick those best players that you feel that will give you a return apart from that two uh, two points from their Uh, For featuring in a match, and uh, so you have to pick those best
2: players. So yeah, I think. Are you like loading up on players you think will go to the final, or just like having fun still?
0: (laughs) Yeah, third place playoff counts, although rotation
2: maybe. Yeah, that's a good point actually. So now we don't lose any players of those that are in the semifinals, right? Mm -hmm. Ooh. That's exciting. You can like, you can like get players for the semifinals that you want for the third place playoffs.
1: Yeah, yeah but it's you have to don't um, don't pick five players from one country who you feel is gonna play a fi- the final because five Morocco <laughs> In a moment, we're gonna see Joe's team sheet. You're gonna, you're gonna see why I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all those five, all five players when you have <laughs> the opportunity. No, hold your horses.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> to,
0: to answer his question though, right, if I was to prioritize one midfielder, I would prioritize Dembele. That's what I'll say. The rest are like yeah. me. Pick, take, yeah. Your pick. Either,
1: yeah, one of those three picks: Dembele, Ziyech, and Perisic. Pick. One of them, depending on the amount you have in your bank. Mm.
0: Yeah. Cool. Let's have a look at our teams then. David's team's up first,
2: pre transfers. You, yeah. You'll be all right. I think so. I have like five players. So if I didn't go uh, Griezmann to Kane, I would have a six. So then I wouldn't have a hit even. So that's a bit. Stupid bullet, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. I, to- I told you it was not the hit, it was not worth for a hit.
2: Uh, <laughs> no, it, beca- it was close to being worth it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, Rob, Rob uh, FPL Pandel convinced, convinced me like in two minutes, so <laughs> maybe that was a bit rash. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, now I have uh, I have like uh, I have Messi, Hakimi, Hernandez, Mbappe, which uh, so I just have to fill in the rest really and I was thinking three at the back but like maybe I should go four and just like not go four midfielders mm-hmm. like from what we talked about now it's not it's not like the best selection so, cool. so yeah, probably better to go Vardal instead of Parasic for example since they're both defenders anyway
0: see so what well, yeah. minus four away from a full 11 that's not too
2: bad could be worse yeah I think that's okay yeah. I probably would have taken it hit anyway if I didn't have to but yeah Oh, no. that's, pretty, that's like my, my, my way of playing most games apart from fpl i think <laughs> i thought, i found that i had like taking just two hits across the whole season well, that's like in the record for me so maybe seasons, i should do yeah maybe i should do that uh more often but yeah this is a short tournament so i don't just want to have the best players
0: cool my team is now on the screen yeah <laughs> i've got mbappe i've got Giroud, and i've got alvarez follow <laughs> the leader quarter-final strategy is not, does not um, work when those teams lose particularly no. well when you've got five Brazil and four four Portugal if just one of those in fact I've got five Portugal because I have Cancelo as well um, if just one of those teams had gone through I'd have been alright yeah. but both both crashed out like, and now I'm a minus is, 12 away from a full 11
1: yeah um, it's don't bet on one country alone. <laughs> well, not in
2: the quarterfinals, but in the seven passes, okay. <laughs>
1: if I
0: was doing better, if I was like, if I had a decent rank, I was, I may well have gone the other strategy to be safe. Um, but I did kind honest, of need to go for a bit, go a bit different to try and gain on people, and it hasn't worked. But um, also, it was reward.
1: understandable because you were playing a boost, yeah. hence it would have provided you an ample opportunity to recover those hits but now you don't have a boost so just play it simple
0: yeah i mean it those would... who went follow the leader in round of 16 will have naturally has a more diversified team in the quarterfinals because they didn't have to worry about follow the leader then um and they only had like three from each team anyway so yeah i mean it was a risky strategy it didn't pay off another year it might be like it I had to go for the risk it's high risk high reward went wrong Fine, like I'll I'll take that on the chin, and yeah, just it was partly down to my rank not being great after the group stages that in terms of why I went down that route. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't really know what rank to expect now, but I I, there's not there's very limited opportunity for any sort of gains now apart from the boost in the final, so um, yeah, I I don't know, I'll probably take a minus 12 because it's effectively two games that that i'm buying these players for so it's probably worth all those hits at this point you never know a top 100 finish could happen and that would be all right um but i think it's not massively likely yeah and obviously there's not going to be much variation in teams so that won't help but anyway abhishek you've done your transfers already right
1: yeah before the transfers i had seven players playing for me decent wow in the semi-finals out of the 11 so naturally I have five transfers I've done five transfers so I have three players from each nation that are playing in the semifinals. in a way I'm covered <laughs> because I will have six players for the finals so and I will get five transfers so I just need those five transfers to that's play a good
0: out point <laughs> third place play, the third place playoff game it doesn't matter really but you can say I, yeah
1: I am not bothered about that because I know I you probably should remember.
2: though, because that the, 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 it's like they they're going to go for it. If it's like Croatia and Morocco. They po- I think place. there's
0: points to be had in that game, but there's also rotation possibilities. So in, in yeah.
2: the, really do you think for yeah. those two nations, they want like to have the best teams, right? Surely.
1: Yeah.
2: But at least uh, Morocco, they will go for I it. Think, I, think.
1: I think the if uh, the goalkeepers they, they tend to have much less rotation, for mm. those things. Yeah. So, but for those who have been consistently playing from group stages, they will get rotated if they don't have, are in the final for those teams. Yeah. Barring Morocco, because if Morocco don't get to the finals, they will play their same eleven. I I'm guessing, or may change because if they may play their first eleven due to injuries because they don't have fit players that much. So. Might see some rotation because the likes of Hakim Zieg might not play in the third place game. So that's mm-hmm. one thing to look at. But yeah, um, all the five transfers I've done I brought in which I brought in Theo Hernandez, I brought in Giroud finally. And I'm keeping Griezmann till the final <laughs> because I am not spending 11 million on him. Uh, just now uh, because Giroud is much more cheaper and I have taken a punt on Kramaric because I have Mm. a sneaky feeling that Croatia might score and Kramaric might be that guy so apart from that uh, all the usual suspects are there Uh, Otamendi, Hakimi, Mbappe, Messi, Alvarez, Livakovic already in there I have Amrabat as my 12th man if needed he can come on and get me his nice two pointers. So, yeah. Uh, cool. That's my team. Um, pretty much the real decision is now that who to put my armband in. Whether I put it on Mbappe or whether I put it on Messi. That's the real question mm, I have. Interesting
0: not not a straightforward decision that I think you're in a good position yeah. I think there'll be people above you who are who weren't fortunate enough to have seven players already so you you could very much gain from from
1: that yeah um, yeah because I'm expecting lots of hits in this game week plus you, we have yeah. no yeah plus l- lots of people that are ahead of me will not be playing boost so minimum minus eight minus 12 I am sensing they will have to take to put out an 11 Mm. so I am in a good space hopefully uh, all my plans that I have put forward works like follow the leader plan so I'm expecting a decent week
0: We shall see it's going to be going to be interesting Um, and that's it that is our final gaffer world cup podcast um, it's been good covering this. Yeah. I think we've done, what, that's four episodes now. Um, yeah. And we hope you've enjoyed uh, something a bit different. We'll be back with championship content very soon, of course. Um, but, yeah, I guess all that unless you guys have anything else to add, all that remains to be said is have a really good yeah. Uh, it's the World Cup. Yeah, I think uh,
1: I'm saying this once again. In the Spotify section, those who listen to us are loyal audio listeners. If you can rate us, then that will really help us to or come to limelight much more i we haven't had a rating in our spotify for this podcast so kindly please do rate us in there that's it Very nice
2: good.
0: any last words from you david
2: no i was supposed to, i was all like saying enjoy the snow but that's like not it's that <laughs> applying everywhere so in the world. <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you're from finland or something yeah and mostly, most of our listeners are from England, so, yeah, I guess it applies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just try to en- enjoy the last uh, couple of games because uh, this World Cup has been uh, amazing football-wise, even though it uh, didn't have the best, uh, like, framework, but, yeah, mm. it's uh, it's nice to see that uh, you can still get to so, be something good from it, so.
0: Yeah, there's been a lot of fantastic stories. It's been, it has been really good from a footballing side of things, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> Brill, well, yeah, take care, everyone, and um, goodbye, and see you next time. It's so goodbye from me.
2: Hello, bro.
1: Namaste from me.